Today's Daf Maseches Erevin Daf Nun Beis. We mark the midway point in our Masechta. We close out the fourth parak with the second last Mishnah. And our Beis teaches the halacha of a person goes beyond the Tchum. Rashi explains this is a case where the person was was mazed. They did it intentionally. Bidas. They knew what they were doing. They knew they were they were going beyond the Tchum. And Shalol Hashem Mitzvah. There is no real permission for this person to be doing such an activity to go beyond the Tchum. Even if they go one Amma, says the Mishnah. They get penalized, they're not allowed to re-enter inside of the Tchum. Rebbe Yezer puts the maximum at three Amos, you go outside three Amos, then you're not allowed to re-enter. If you're two or less, that person can re-enter. Rashi explains over there, it's based on Rebbe Yezer's opinion, just a few dapim ago in the same parak that those two Amos beyond, going beyond, they're still considered, quote-unquote, within the Tchum, because of a person's space that they have from their body. Comes Reb Chanina in the first line of the Gemara, and he says, let's say you have one foot in one side of the trum, and the other person, and the other foot is an outside the trum, so you're halfway, your middle of your body is in the border. This also results, says Reb Chanina, in a penalty not being allowed to re-enter, based on the Pasuk in Yeshayahu, Perek Nun Ches, Im Tashiv Mishabat Raglecha, and the Pasuk is telling us, the Pasuk is telling us as follows, if you turn away your feet due to Shabbos, the drasha being on the word, the plural, raglecha, but it doesn't have a yud, so it can be read as your foot in the singular, when we violate Shabbos, even with one foot. However, the Gemara goes on to present a different read of this Pasuk, and we follow this second reading, lahalacha, that it should be raglecha, should really be read as if there's a yud there, which means only one foot, out still allows a person to re-enter. I saw Reb Tzadok, a coin of Lublin, is a beautiful idea in Pre-Tzadok and Parshas Yishlach. Why is this Pasuk in Yeshayahu, which contains other halachos of Shabbos, different halachos about how to dress on Shabbos and about our speech on Shabbos, many of which we spoke about back in the Masechet of Shabbos. Why the Navi starts us off, the first thing that the Navi Yeshayahu tells us about is the idea of Tchum Shabbos, the Shabbos boundary. A question we, we dealt with some dapim ago when we learned the source for Tchum from Al Ishmim Komo, which in the Torah is the first halacha in Hilchos Shabbos, among those presented in the Torah. It's in Parshas B'Shalach. The same we have by Yaakov Avinu, by Yichan the first thing that Yaakov Inu did was he set up his Shabbos boundary. And even by Avram Avinu, there's a version, there's a girsa in the Gemara in Yoman of Kavches that, that Avram Avinu kept Chumin based on the Pasuk, Ekev Asher Shama Avraham. Avram listened to the voice of Hashem, and the word Ekev means the heel. And this is a reference to the fact that Avram Avinu kept the Shabbos boundary rules. What is all this? What is all this about? So Tzadok Akoin quotes the Zohar that the idea behind the words, Al Ishmim Komo, it's related to the fact that Shabbos is not just about holiness in time, but it's also about Kiddushat HaMakom. It's also about holiness in space. The place where you're standing upon Hashem, says to Moshe Rabbeinu, is holy ground. The very ground upon which we mark and begin Shabbos has a sanctity and a boundary that this perhaps explains a great emphasis on the centrality of domains and space in Hochul Shabbos. Of course, Masecha Shabbos begins this way as well. Shabbos is not just a time that is, is infused with Kedusha, but it's also the space that we occupy our homes and communities become the Machana B'nai Yisrael, the camp of B'nai Yisrael, housing the Shechina as it descends when we bring in the Holy Shabbos.